Welcome to the Vincentian Heritage Podcast, a selection of readings on Vincentian history, spirituality, and praxis to help sustain the members of the Vincentian family in our shared efforts to live out the mission, vision, and values of St. Vincent de Paul. This episode's reading is entitled Vincentian Character of de Paul, published in 2011 in The Playful Hand of God. It is read by David Edward Sims. From its beginning, and as the very title of the university indicates, DePaul has held as a basic mission the continuation of the spirit and work of St. Vincent de Paul, who led the way in serving neglected persons and offering formation education to those who needed it most. This mission has been an integral part of the Congregation of the Mission, the religious community founded by him. Its challenge has been to devise the most appropriate ways to merge the best qualities of a university with its Vincentian mission, to see that these two qualities support each other, that there is no conflict between the two. An enlightening element of these qualities is that both must adjust to changing times and the changing needs of the persons they serve. The second article of the Congregation's Constitution mandates that those conducting its various operations engage in continuous evaluation and change to assure that its work keep up with changing needs. Quote, The Congregation of the Mission should take care to open up new ways and use new means adapted to the circumstances of time and place. Moreover, it should strive to evaluate and plan its works and ministries, and in this way remain in a continual state of renewal. To keep the ties of DePaul with the congregation alive and productive, the basic documents and managerial structure of the university have, from its beginning, provided adequate control by the congregation. As noted above, majority membership of Vincentians on the Board of Trustees achieved this purpose until the university's bylaws were amended in 1967 to transfer Vincentian control to the newly created members of the corporation, composed principally of Vincentians. To give this legal provision practical outlets, DePaul instituted the Office of Mission and Values, now under the management of a Vincentian, which encourages and financially supports activities which promote the university's Vincentian mission. Perhaps more important than this Vincentian control of DePaul is the degree of practical influence the Vincentian mission exercises in the day-to-day activities and spirit of the university. The students, faculty, and staff of the university seem to accept this as a privilege rather than an obligation. They value this influence by finding new and different ways for DePaul to meet new challenges in the spirit of St. Vincent de Paul, not simply by protecting traditions of the past. The most critical of university positions is the presidency. No statutory provision requires DePaul to have a Vincentian president, but there are strong reasons for such a choice, both for influence within the university and for the public or community Vincentian image. When this office is open, the trustees who make the appointment weigh the various candidates' potential for Vincentian influence and capability of wise university management. 
Unfortunately, the pool of incentions with both of these qualifications has never been large. In my early years at DePaul, I perceived a conflict between the control exercised by its Vincentian members and the professional qualifications of these Vincentians. Tradition gave the Vincentians almost unlimited preference in the appointment to open positions among the faculty and staff for which any Vincentian was available. This so tied the hands of the university in recruiting and promoting persons fully qualified for university leadership that I truly believed that DePaul was destined to be a backwater university unless and until it brought on board persons who could bring it into the mainstream of American universities. DePaul must compete with the best. Ironically, I believe my own appointment to DePaul as a college dean to have been an example of this preferential treatment, as it was made not by the university president or board of trustees, but by our provincial Vincentian superior in St. Louis. When I was appointed to the office of executive vice president, dean of faculties in 1960, I tried to remove, or at least greatly lessen, the traditional preference to appoint Vincentians to open university positions. Within my first year in this office, I rather easily convinced three of our Vincentians to resign as chairs of their respective departments, English, philosophy, and sociology. The Vincentian chairs of biology, theology, and classical languages retained the roles they were exercising well. We then instituted a system in which the faculty of each department were primarily responsible for selecting their department chair, including the faculty recommendation to search for a well-qualified chair from another university if they did not find a qualified candidate at DePaul. Appointment on the basis of professional qualifications was similarly applied to administrative officers. A Vincentian resigned from the directorship of the Office of Admissions, one of the most sensitive offices of the university. The director should be skillful in marketing and experienced in recruiting students. A national search identified Anne Kennedy, a talented woman who had been very successful in this capacity at two other universities. Her DePaul appointment raised the number and quality of student applicants unbelievably. This greater use of professional qualifications in recruiting and appointing administrators did not lessen the importance of incentions at DePaul. Rather, it clarified the difference between Vincentian control and Vincentian influence. In this latter capacity, many of the Vincentians at DePaul have been outstanding. In the classrooms and in administrative capacities, they have made the Vincentian character of DePaul broader and deeper. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Vincentian Heritage Podcast. If you have any questions, please send them to mission.depaul at gmail.com. Be sure to check out all the other Vincentian family resources on our website, mission.depaul.edu.